Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. And Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana, featuring the card accepted by doctors in all 50 states. Information available at bcbsla.com or Twitter, hashtag TopDoctors. Additional support comes from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, LLC. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Glad you can join me. Welcome to Commander's Palace Restaurant and Out to Lunch. Many of our waking hours are spent working, so it makes sense to follow the advice you often hear when you're looking for a job or starting out in a career. Don't work for a paycheck. Do something you love. The theory is that if you're doing something you love, then every day at work you're going to be as happy as a kid in a candy store. What if you actually were a kid in a candy store every day? Would that make you the happiest person who ever went to work? Today, we're putting this theory to the test. My guests own some of New Orleans' most successful candy stores. Pete Tompkins, is Southern Candy Makers, has two fudge-filled retail outlets in the French Quarter and a big online business. Uh, Pete, welcome out to lunch. And Joel Dondas owns Sucre on Magazine Street, which sells more than just candy, but the store is a sophisticated adult take on the temptations of a kid in a candy store. Joel is making his second visit out to lunch. Uh, Joel, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me, Peter. Now, you've both done other things besides making candy. Joel, you have restaurants and a catering business, and Pete, you come from a, a banking background, and of course, uh, you're a product of Tulane University and the business school. All of us, I, I think, want to believe that making a product uh, that makes people happy would make you happy. So let's start with the obvious question. Is that true? Is it actually more fun to go to work every day and be surrounded by chocolate and ice cream and customers giving themselves a treat? Or does that wear off and day-to-day and -day demands of running a business take over so you're just going to work like the rest of us? Pete, um, what about yourself? You've got two stores to run there. Um, you happy you're in the business? I'm uh, very happy, yes. It's, uh, every day is different. Better than banking? Absolutely better than that. That's banking. what I was yes. my big well, question. When you're, you're surrounded by candy all day, you just you can't go wrong. So um, every day is different. Being in the French Quarter, we have different uh, people that come in every day, so we get to you know do a little back and forth with people all over the world. And uh, you know the the only unfun part I can think of is having to do paperwork. Other than that, and that's only 10% of the time. That's all banking so. was. So you made right. the right move so here. I made that the right, right move, correct. So. Wow. They, now, uh, your breakdown on the, on the customers over there, how many, what percentage are tourists versus locals? Uh? Well, we it, it goes back and forth depending on what's going on in town, but uh, there's a steady stream of, of tourists year-round. But uh, we probably do about 70% tourists uh, just for walk-by traffic. But we have a strong local following. Uh, we've been 22 years in business, and every year it gets stronger and stronger with you know, locals. They don't spend tons of time in the quarter, but eventually they'll get down there and find us, and they come back. So every year that goes by, we, we get more and more uh, locals that come in. And so um, that's pretty much it. Well, that's working out. The, now, yes. now, Joel, you're... Um, you're many-pronged. You've got a lot of different things uh, going on, and, and Sucre seems to be expanding. Uh, 
how do you do it and how do you avoid the pitfalls people talk about where they, they were happy and they were kind of nudged on to expand and then they got less happy? Uh, that doesn't seem to be happening to you. With Sucre, uh, it's, it's finding talent. Um, my partner, Tara Kana, is a dessert wizard, um, controller, salespeople, visual brand and marketing, working with them, growing people. And they, they really do a, a majority of the heavy lifting. I'm, I'm a, a vision guy, um, and I work um, behind the scenes with them and out always kind of furthering the business, working, working on the business, um, working in it a little bit, but really working on the, on the future of it. And so working with them, um, getting out there every day, just, you know, kind of, it's like you're taking a little bark off the tree. You just stay in one, you just, you just keep on notching away, keep, keep going. Um, well, you know, a when lot you of talk fun. to people in retail, um, for both of you, uh, people talk about keeping personnel, good personnel, is, and, and finding them is the toughest part of it. How do you, what have you learned over the years? You really have to take care of your, your people. I mean, I, I learned early on that the worst thing you can do is continually have to retrain people. So you're doing yourself a big favor by holding on to the good ones. So once you find someone who has the talent and the skill, uh, you do everything you, you can to uh, you know, keep them on board. And I have, uh, most of my staff has been five, 10 years or more, and I've got about 40 employees. So it's, uh, that's key, it really is. It's a balancing act, but uh, that's the best thing you can do. And how did you um, get the uh, online business going? How long has that been operating? Well, you know, we started that when the whole internet thing, you know, kind of came about and we, we got into it and we started dabbled in it and we, we were fortunate enough, we have, I have a fantastic IT girl that's been with me for over 10 years and she's uh, done wonders with the, the website, but it's a, it's a never ending uh, process, keeping that going and, and you know, adding to it and, you know, doing all the things you need to do to get your, your site out there, but um, it's, it's just always a work in progress, but uh, it's it's turned into a huge monster uh, for us at Christmas time, especially. Wow! And and Joel, you uh, you know I want to tell you you've got, a, you've got a great ad on the Tulane campus. It's in the bus shelter, and oh, it's thanks. almost impossible to to not <laughs> catch. <so. laughs> we, we have to lure we have to lure you in there. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 definitely uh, definitely working. What what um now you've taken these 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 restaurants like Grand Isle and Le Petit and such. I mean, how did you decide? They're all a little bit different from one another. Um, how did you decide if there was a market there uh, for you? Oh, um, that's a good question. I had uh, um, always uh, loved the kind of the, the fish camp type um, scenario and had saved recipes and, and, um, and just thought if you put your soul into it in, in each of these and you, you pick your vision and especially like Sucre, you know, um, I figured that in order for Sucre to be successful, that um, it needed to work in all seasons. So um, chocolate and gifting works pretty well from the holiday on through Mother's Day, but the biggest period, like Pete was mentioning, yeah. is in that holiday period. So we carry, we, so gelato through the summer, and into the in, in trails off in October, and then we pick up in the gifting season. But then we have pastries, and macaroons, and coffee, and so it bec it becomes a not only a experience where you come to dine in, but then you might gift, and that's how we think of our our, our business in a kind of a new world term, multi-channel. So, but we're a 
a multi-channel experience. So there's a certain experience you can only have in our store. But if you like our store experience, we're going to deliver that to you in your home. And then if you're out, now we're distributing um, some of our, bar, our bars and other retail products coast to coast. Um, we just launched into the Wegman stores, 76 stores. They're the highest highest volume retail stores. And they're uh, where? The they're in the Northeast. They're, okay. they're like the... The Tiffany's of grocery stores, not not necessarily from a, a a look, but they're regarded in that industry as being the the top of the chain. And, and then we're going to find them right near the when you're checking out. Is that where they're um, in the checkout um, at Wagman's? And it's when people are weakest. <laughs> well, hopefully it starts. So the way it works for us is you see us is a is the first touch point, and hopefully you like what you see, and then you touch, and then when you touch, you feel our packaging and whatnot and our messaging and you make a decision do I do I feel there's value there I want to buy and then hopefully when you when you buy and you taste like wow I, I like that product I identify I come back and then maybe you go to us online or you know like with Pete's product maybe he they take them home or they send them somebody and they're like oh okay let me go check those out and then I'm going to send them and then they come to New Orleans and that's a beautiful thing about New Orleans is that people come here for adventure and to discover we have a lot to discover here and as food is our is one of our top things, right? Um, then they're coming to our establishments, and then they can have a, an experience in Southern Candy Maker Store. They can really see where it's happening, and it completes the circle. And then it kind of it kind of lives with them. And then maybe they go back a couple of years, and then they're going to gift it again. That's how it works for us. And so, in building those different operations, I think they have to have a, a, a specific vision, a business vision, and then fulfill that vision. And Pete, you know, I was just thinking about with your store, I, I bet there's people that come come to the store and then if somebody else is coming to New Orleans, they say, what should I see in New Orleans? They might say, well, you, you should make it to Tipitina's, you should take a boat trip, and you should actually make it to the candy store. I right. mean, it becomes part of a... Right. And as, as the years go on, you get more and more of that. And I found, you know, early on, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd go out of town for a vacation or whatever and tell people where I, what I do and where I am. And... You know, they didn't really know, but after 10 or more years and more and more people, when I'd say Southern Candy Makers, they'd, uh, oh, you know, I know exactly where that is. And uh, it's a good feeling, and it does it does full circle. And it is a matter of, uh, like Joel said, having your product out there and uh, people, you know, get it. And you have your name and your website and your phone number on it. And it just, you know, over time, it just multiplies and gets bigger and bigger. And it just, it's a great thing. It just never ends going to make a big bet that you do not return to banking. Yeah. So I'm just, just I'm pretty good right. at this kind You're of thing. Right. I can check that out. It's time to uh, do the checklist. This is the part of the show where we take a little break and ask you a quick question that you probably wouldn't find uh, on a loan application. Uh, I, will, uh, I will start with um, Joel. I mean, you've had so much success, but what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Oh, little things about... Um, Maybe how how the how design of something is working, or maybe it's um, people. Um, you know, we're we're charting new territory every day, so um, there's a lot of emphasis on individual managers to go out there and kind of and lead that charge. And so I'm I'm constantly wondering, you know, how they're doing, and um, you know, it's just I think that's natural. You can't do it for them; they have to do it, and that's what really grows the grows these companies. And so um, that's probably my biggest, one of my biggest thoughts. So a lot of people talk about empowerment, but you really do give it to the employees. Yeah. Oh, 
either either you empower or you're a snowball vendor. And there's nothing wrong with that because there are great snowball shops. But I, I you know, in to run operations like these, I mean, um, it takes people to run every facet of production, delivery, fulfillment, fulfillment, pa packaging, then fulfillment, um, running the stores, running the running e-commerce operation. That's like a, 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 that is a store in and of itself. <laughs> and Pete, I'll ask you a completely different question. Uh, do you have a, um, do you have like a, a cartoon character or a superhero that you relate to? And you'd have to be Superman at least in the beginning to get it up off the ground because we went five years without making money and working every day, and we put every single penny into the into the business, and uh, that was uh, the, probably you have to be a superhero to get uh, your business off the ground, especially when you don't have any experience. I had you know, never run a business. My family had never run a business. So uh, it was, it, you, you do need super strengths to get through that uh, period of time. But Wow. The, now you, uh, and you were actually tougher than Clark Kent because he was actually getting a paycheck from the Daily Planet. That's right. And you were, That's you right. were not. They, uh, Living in so parents' basement. You <laughs> said uh, so five, e five years of before it, you really started to yeah, get into the black. It was, it was a good five years. When, so. when that was happening, Pete, um, did you have to keep kind of keep pushing yourself, seeing there was a light at the end of the tunnel? We, or? You know, we did everything we could. We, you know, we stand out on the sidewalk and hand out samples. You know, of course, work every day. Where you know our stores are open every day, and uh, you just do. You know, you expand your hours. Or, you know, you work harder. You get out. You know, you market. You know, when slow times, you go to the hotels and hand out free candy and try to get the word out and whatever it takes. I mean, you really have to hustle and. 22 years later, we're st you still have to hustle. We have competitors coming in, and uh, you know it's you have to stay fresh and stay on top of things. And uh, it just if you slow down, you're going to get overtaken. So and yet, uh, people would probably go to your store now, see it as this successful operation, and no idea that you went through right. those times. Well, people come in, they're like, oh, this is such a great job, and it is. Don't get me wrong, but it is a, it is a lot of work, and there's a, there is stress involved. But um, you don't see that from you know when you walk in, it just looks like you know paradise <laughs> on earth. But there is a lot behind the scenes that you know a lot of people aren't aware of, and uh, that that is scary at times. But the beginning part was probably the the toughest. Well, the one thing I've learned from this show is that. The one reason nobody, if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, you should not do it because you didn't want to work as hard. Right. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Seems to be. Uh, the 40 hours of uh, banking hours would have been the only thing that I, <laughs> I missed. <laughs> now we're going to check into the inbox. And that's where our producer picks a question that's come in uh, over the past week from a listener. Grant, what have you got? Here I have a question for each of our guests. Both of these came from Facebook. Uh, first of all, for you, Joel, this one's from Christine Alba who asks, with the American palate becoming more sophisticated, how has that affected your offerings and or sourcing of ingredients? Um, it's been such an, an, an amazing benefit to, um, to everyone. Um, edu educating the public, the public becoming more interested and in, in serious about good food um, on, any, on every different level. So it all the way down or up the food chain, that that question typifies the importance of great ingredients from the bottom. Um, for instance, we source um, local unpasteurized sugar, and then for our gelato, and then we take that unpasteurized sugar. So it's only been cut once at the mill, and then we mix it into the into the base for the gelato, and then we pasteurize that sugar. White sugar would be 82% of that sugar. It's pretty rare. You can't use the sugar unless you pasteurize. Um, so 
that in and of itself is the importance of the of the of what we see in this renaissance of great food in this country today is um, the public being more aware, being more interested in the provenance, and then the the business owners rising and going above and de- and delivering. Pete, here's a question for you that's extremely unusual. It's from Cheryl Manley. She says, my fiancé and I are having a New Orleans wedding, but neither of us likes cake. I don't know what kind of person does. Uh, like no, cake, I don't know. But <laughs> what kinds of delicious cake alternatives have you whipped up for weddings, birthdays, or other events? Well, we don't do any baking at Southern Candy Makers. I mean, Sucre does a fantastic job with all the baking lineup. But with our candy, we do uh, wedding favors of all sorts and sizes um, that you know we can personalize. Uh, but um, that's probably the best thing that we can do is uh, little one or two piece favors uh, with pralines or different candies involved. And uh, we can customize, we can do initials and certainly labels can be done uh, to you know, commemorate the, the, you know, the bride and groom and the date and, and that sort of thing. So, so some people yeah. don't go the cake route. No, that's right. Wow. If she wants a tag team match, Pete can <laughs> supply the, 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 the uh, pralines. I'll make the gelato. You she can go. have probably in gelato. Yeah. Oh, she'll get wow. the best of both worlds. Even if the two people don't really like each other, they should get team. married just for that. Really, there's a. They, uh, this is great. I like that. This is what we like about the New Orleans business community. In Pittsburgh or something, these people would be wrestling on a table. On this is great. Everybody's working together. And speaking of working together, it's time to pay it forward. Where we ask our guests to generously use their experience and expertise to help a new business. Uh, today we're talking about a new venture that's opened in Lakeside Mall called Well. Uh, Joel Pete Well is almost the exact opposite of a candy store, but the intention is the same, to make you walk out feeling better than you did when you walked in. Uh, well is a health boutique, and you can get services like uh, Reiki ther- therapy, acupuncture, uh, even hypnotherapy. You can talk to a licensed dietitian. You can get a, a nutrient-packed organic smoothie, and they have a special line of targeted supplements called uh, Metagenics. Um, the founders of Well are Jackie Palumbo and Karen Ajimi, uh, who created Earth Savers. You may know that name. Uh, Earth Savers is a spa. Uh, well is not about pampering. It's an innovative retail approach to getting and staying healthy. Uh, Karen and Jackie are looking to take Well beyond the Lakeside Mall. And Joel, Pete, this is where you come in. Uh, where in New Orleans do you think the Well concept would work? Um, maybe take it beyond the city to the North Shore, statewide, or further. What would you advise Karen or Jackie? Uh, I guess we'll start with Pete. Well, I, I, I'm uh, engaged to be married to a girl who lives on the North Shore, and I've only recently, the last few years, have uh, spent any amount of time over there. And I have to say that the North Shore probably is a, is a good choice because there are you know, just a, a huge amount of uh, people with, with the means to do that sort of thing. Um, and they're very, uh, there are a lot of upscale stores and strip malls even are, are very fancy, and I think that'd be a really good fit. Um, if you want to go outside of New Orleans, I think North Shore would be the obvious choice. There's room for a new idea like this over there? Absolutely. God, that's great. And Joel, uh, you've, you've been a very good expander uh, uh, with your operations, uh, so you're a good one to Thanks. ask. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about traffic pattern, um, and I think that their, their main clientele is probably female um, and uh, probably a a later later 20s or 30s to maybe 50s um, and if that clientele is 
in or near, um, say, a, a fitness studio, um, I think that could be a, a complimentary spot where they're already engaged and that's in their mind, that's in their thought pattern about where they're going through their day. So, you know, I'm going to this place because I want to be healthy. So let me check that out too. Um, and as I mentioned to you earlier, you know, I, I had a bout and the doctor told me I needed to get in shape and and it really turned my life around. And um, it all began with uh, actually going to a nutritionist. And, and um, so two-thirds of my day, I'm, I'm eating really solid. Um, at dinner, I eat what I, really what I want or on the weekends pretty much. But eat sucre is what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm tasting all the time. <laughs> so, you know, but I, it, I'm maintaining it really well these days. I feel great. But, um, no, I think that would, be, that would be my pick. So it depend. I would look for, obviously, volume. But it's depend- location dependent, potentially um, in their other thought pattern. Maybe it's it could be next to a hair salon too, where you've got a lot of traffic. But I would think of well, uh, like a, one of these fitness pure bar kind of places, because that's that. in their head. And yes, and, and yeah, yes, oh, that's great. You know how much you'd pay for this kind of advice, and this is so great. This, I mean, all we have to do is like give you a meal. This is terrific. They. For most of our guests on Out to Lunch, and for me too, eating at Commander's Palace is as luxurious and decadent as it's going to get all week. Uh, Joel Dondas, Pete Tompkins, you get to walk out of here and go back to making chocolate. Uh, We can't all go with you, but at least we can come visit. Uh, Thanks for making products that make us happy, and thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch today. Thank you. Pete and Joel, you're great to have you guys here. Uh, My guests on Out to Lunch today have been two kids in a candy store, Joel Dondas from Sucre and Pete Tompkins from Southern Candy Makers. You can find out more about Sucre, Southern Candy Makers, and well by following the links on our websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. The jovial Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can get this show as a podcast, you can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsneworleans.com and wwno.org. Support for Out to Lunch comes from PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris Studio monitors, and more. More information about Baton Rouge-based PreSonus is online at presonus.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. I look forward to meeting you again next week for Out to Lunch around the table here at Commander's Palace. Till then, be well, be safe, be happy. Bye-bye. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker and Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana. Additional support comes from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, LLC.